0: what's up everybody it's your boy the king j and welcome back to another blow trap podcast episode where we talk about everything rapping you know we talk a little bit of politics here and there i just want to say welcome back everybody to my podcast i know it's been a minute since i did my last episode and since it's been a minute and since it's been almost a year since i started my podcast i decided to go ahead and make season two so this is season two everybody welcome to season two of the blow trap podcast so with that being said this season we got a lot underway bro we're gonna be having interviews we're gonna be having co-hosts to come on the show and talk about topics with us and go through everything yes there's gonna be a lot going on so make sure y'all tune in to each and every episode because i'm telling you so far how this year going these episodes just gonna get crazier and crazier for season two my baby so first let's go ahead and let's talk about some mess well y'all know i usually like to start off my show with some good news but sadly i don't have no good news Today, we're going to be starting it kind of on a sad note. Now, sadly, as I was recording this podcast, I have came across the news that P and B-Rock had sadly passed away. Um, many may have kn- known him for his one of his famous songs, Selfish. Uh, it was one of his highest selling songs. I'm pretty sure people know him for many other songs than that, but if you don't know him, but you heard that song before that's him and yes, he sadly passed away uh basically in a robbery going wrong. It was a whole little thing um so let's just you know keep the prayers, the family prayers and I keep the family and our prayers and you know. We just, hey, run his music up. <laughs> yeah, I should have been doing that while he was alive. All right. But run his music up. But anyways, we're going to move on from that. I don't want to dwell on it too long. I ain't really want to get too deep into it. But now, let's get to the real stuff. Let's get to talking about the mess. Y'all already know what y'all came on here for. Y'all already know what y'all are listening to my podcast for. Y'all want to know all the latest, hottest tea on y'all celebrities lil. let's start off with first is first the baby the baby the baby the baby you <laughs> yeah, already know that's how i get to say his name when we get to talking about who on this show the baby the baby the baby this nigga always do something it's always something with this nigga always something so recently y'all get this y'all recently the baby was holding a concert right he was holding a concert out in new orleans right and his concert only sold five hundred tickets. Five hundred, y'all hear that? Five the baby, the baby y'all only sold five hundred tickets, y'all. <laughs> five hundred tickets <laughs> at a concert at a arena, y'all. Go vote down, y'all. Anyways, so he ended up canceling the concert, right? Which is crazy. It is. Crazy. So, now here's my take on this. Here's my take on this. It's not really too much to go into detail about here in this story, but I just want to give my take on why this nigga ain't selling no tickets. This is why this nigga ain't selling no tickets, y'all. I'm telling y'all why this nigga ain't selling no tickets. Now, the baby, his act, his antics is not matching his work. His antics. It's not matching his work. And what I mean by that is. A lot of the time. When you do a lot of crazy dumb shit. People can look over that. When you are artist, When your music is actually good. And people actually love your music. You actually got like a big strong fan base. Who don't give a fuck about the crazy shit that you doing. When it's like that. You know what I mean. When your music outmatch your antics. That's why people can still, even though I really don't listen to R. Kelly like that, but people can still say, like, yeah, you can separate R. Kelly from his music and from the person. It's because to them, his antics don't outweigh his music. But to me, his antics outweigh his music. I can't really fuck with a lot of his music, but we're not talking about R. Kelly. We're talking about the baby this nigga his antics don't match up with his music i feel like a lot of the the people the general people we are starting to see that he's doing a lot he's doing a lot he's always in the news for something he's always doing something that's why i be like the baby the baby the baby the baby because this nigga's is always doing something he's like a badass kid literally <laughs> He a badass kid they be running around the rap industry and this nigga bro. He always doing something, and like I said, it don't match his music. He steady coming out with these songs. This nigga came out in with Suge in what, what, 2019, 2020. That nigga been using that Suge flow since he came out. I'm not. Was he rapping like that before? Like I I wasn't listening to the baby before Suge, and I didn't listen to no music before Suge by him. So I'm not sure if he was rapping like that beforehand. But bro. He really need to change that flow, and I'm telling you, that's why his music is not matching up with his antics. You coming out with the same songs over and over again, same beat. It's not even like same flow, different beat. It's the same flow, same beat, same um topic in the rap. It's like you not change. Actually, actually, I take that back. The baby do got some depth in his rap. He do got some depth in his rap. That one album that he released after his, I think, dad passed. That album was actually very, very good. And he actually showed a lot of depth within him. Like really talked about some personal stuff, which I actually love when artists does that. But again, that one album is not outweighing all the antics he's doing. And that's why his albums is not selling. And I'm telling you, a lot of these artists. And we're going to get into it When we get next Into the, some of the later topics We're going to get more into it But A lot of these artists Are going to start seeing the, this problem uh, Especially like these like TikTok artists and stuff They're going to see this problem They be thinking That this little TikTok fame The little social media fame and Them putting out the same songs Every other week Is going to keep them relevant and keep them in the spotlight but it's not so they always got to do antics they always got to do something crazy to be in the spotlight but now people are forgetting about your music so now nicks not paying to watch your music you know what i mean so i'm telling you a lot of these artists is going to be feeling this is and it's going to be these artists that's always going to Putting out the same type of music, the same type of shit, we stay hearing the same things from these artists. They're gonna be the one to first hit it, and the baby, he the main one. So I can see why he the fir- one of the first artists, big artists to see this problem. And it's crazy because the baby, you you would look at him kind of as like one of the top rap niggas of right now. I'm not saying he the top rap nigga right now, but I'm saying he is one of the people that has a little name for they sell right now who are actually you know doing a little something something granted uh other than selling 500 tickets <laughs> but you know what i mean like he was popping for a little bit so it's actually kind of crazy to see that he's only selling 500 tickets like you would really think that he was a when i seen this i was shocked because i would think he would be selling way more than 500 tickets at least a thousand nigga like it ain't no way that's that's local artist numbers nigga you niggas (laughs) niggas who rapping in Detroit and stuck in Detroit got more people coming out to see them than you (laughs) that's a damn shame that is a damn motherfucking shame and while we on the topic of music and sales and a whole bunch of other shit we gonna go ahead, and we are gonna get to talking about Megan. So now Megan, she released a new album not too long ago, uh, "Traumatized." Now the album, I feel like it was a pretty, it was a pretty decent album, it was a pretty solid album. Had some different songs in there. It had like kind of like a house feeling more song. Um, it had. She opens up on some of her songs, talk about some of the things that she was going through. But one of my problems, again, like I said with the baby, this is why this is the next topic: is her ass in this motherfucking flow, baby, Megan girl, please, girl. She really need to switch it up, and I'm telling you, she gonna start seeing the same problems the baby is, and she already is let me show you how because the numbers don't lie babe. so her first week sales y'all first week sales were 58k and y'all i'm telling you right now if you know album sales for first week first week sales and you're supposed to be a big artist you're supposed to be megan and is one of the top rap girls right now And she's only selling for 58k first week album sales. Album sales. Yeah. I had to do a moment of silence for that. Because girl, and that's another situation. These artists not as big as they think they are. I love Megan. I really do. But she honestly do need to switch that flow up people i'm starting to see all the time people talking about like every time she drops a song people are starting to say uh it's okay but it sounds like the last one uh it's okay but it sounds like the last one and it's because she used that same flow she might have a different beat but it's the same flow and she needs to switch it up because she gonna be like the baby real soon selling 55 tickets (laughs) oh shit that nigga sold 55 tickets anyways (laughs) anyways that nigga's up 55 tickets alright <laughs> next case bro if y'all can't tell I'm already high I'm hoping I are with me we only like 12 minutes into this bad boy but look the next subject that I really want to talk about and this ties in with the Megan is the reason why all of these is next to each other because they all tie into each other so Nikki she also dropped okay Now, Nicki Minaj, has dropped her new single, Super Freaky Girl, right? And her single is doing amazingly well. Very, 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 very well. Uh, Her single broke Spotify's records for highest debut solo solo song from a female rap artist. All right. It went number one and sold 100k. First week. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I know a lot of people. I know Nicki been rubbing a lot of people wrong. Like, general public wise. Other than her core fan base. You know, they was gonna love her. The barbs. But, general public wise. I know she might been rubbing some people wrong. But, hey, I can't deny. Nicki be doing her damn thing, bro. She is 10 years plus in the rap game. And still has a successful career getting number one. You get what I mean? That's actually really rare. Especially for a female rapper. There's no female rapper that has been in the game as long as Nicki Minaj. Still selling, Like Nicki Minaj is selling. You can't hate on that. I ain't even gonna get. But Nicki, baby, this is the one thing I gotta say, good how many singles we gonna get my baby <laughs> how many singles are we gonna get she do this a lot i love her i swear to god i do but she do this a lot and i noticed this i mean i noticed this when she dropped queen like she would drop like five singles bro she would drop half the damn album <laughs> before she dropped the actual album <laughs> i would be like Nikki. Why did we get five singles did to get the album? It is only 13 songs to the album. You done gave us half the album through singles. <laughs> I love her though. I love her. But that's the only thing that be bothering me about her, girl. Hurry up and drop this album, girl. This is like the fourth single <laughs> that she dropped so far. Anyways, while we are talking about this super freaky girl single, now this is where... Starts getting real, real hot and motherfucking spicy around here. All right, this is where shit starts getting hot and real spicy. So, rumor has it right that Nikki has thrown shots at Megan The Stallion and her super freaky girl remix, her romance re- remix. Right, she is said to have thrown shade, basically saying. So, I'ma read y'all this little verse from Nikki's Super Freaky Girls remix. This is what she said. Don't nobody want to hear that weak shit, ho. In the game 15, ain't peak yet, ho. Tell that goofy get a chair, she was cocky, I could swear. Till my old tape sold more than your album. Drop a tear. Now, people are supposedly saying that these shots that Nikki are throwing at Nikki, throwing at Megan, is supposedly supposed to be responses that they've been throwing shots back and forth for a while now. Uh, if some of y'all remember, in one of Nikki's songs, these she raps, these bitches thirsty. I see why they alcoholics. <laughs> And a lot of people thought that was Nikki throwing shots at Meg then. Because everybody know we always see Meg with a bottle of douce. But when people were speculating that, I ain't really catch it. You know, I ain't really buy it. But this verse right here. The verse that she put on this little freaky week. Super freaky girl remix, I must definitely see it. I must definitely see it. I must definitely think. That she's talking about Megan here and even Genius The lyric website You know the website that you go on When you want to find people lyrics and shit Even they annotated that part Of the verse And said this may Be directed towards Houston Rapper Megan The Stallion Nikki claims that her Beam me up Scotty Re-release on streaming services So more than Megan something for the hotties tape now y'all probably wondering like well is that true and y'all already know i'm finna let y'all know is that true the numbers don't lie so from charts data nikki's beam me up scotty so eighty thousand k 80k all right already right there the re-release of Nicki minaj's mixtape the beam me up scotty mixtape Sold more than Megan's newest album that just came out that only sold 55k first week. (laughs) So she already beat her in that one. But the real question is did it sell more than something for the hotties? Now, Megan's The Stallion, something for the hotties, only sold 33k first week. So, yes, it is true. Nikki's. Nicki Minaj's Be Me Up Scotty mixtape sold more than both her something for the hotties album and her newest album <laughs> so now some people were saying that Megan also threw shots at Nicki in um Gift of a Curse uh basically when she said fix your face bitch you hurt her. All that talking making me nervous. Feeling yourself. Put down them perky's. Now a lot of people said that. The reason why they feel like Megan was talking about Nikki. There in that verse. From Gift and Curses. Because. in y'all know the famous song. Feeling Myself. With Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. She was basically. referencing a line. In that song. And also talking about Nicki Minaj's kind of uh, Pills and Potions song basically referencing them two songs and using it in the verse and that's what people have been saying speculating on why this verse could be about Nicki now again right now I totally believe that they are throwing shots back and forth at each other now as much as I really didn't want to believe that they had beef with each other, I really did not want them to have beef with each other. I hate when female rappers have beef with each other. But at the end of the day, everybody not going to like each other. And to be honest, sometimes it makes rap more fun. Like, everybody not going to get along. And I love to see artists actually get in the booth and handle their differences with bars, disses, throwing subs. You get what I mean? It's funny game. You supposed to feel like you the best. You supposed to feel like you the shit. So throw your subs. Talk your shit. You know what I mean? If anybody got feeling froggy and got something to say, let them talk their shit back. And y'all just go back and forth. Instead of always trying to settle it in some street ass shit when you a rapper, settle that shit in the fucking booth. I love that shit. So to be honest, if they is throwing subs back and forth at each other, let me know who dropped in this record first and <laughs> hey, y'all already know i'll be the first to cover it on this bad boy so but anyways after that right nikki also drops another remix now the remix has akbar v in it bia my girl malibu mitch i love malibu mitch i was actually happy that she had her on there because i love her i feel like she very slept on jt and katie gb now this one I felt like personally was a possible diss to Megan at the end of the remix you can hear Nikki says I don't have to beg for sympathy from the media either. So I feel like that's kind of her also throwing shots at Megan kind of saying that she wants sympathy for the whole like Tory Lane situation which is v- i'm telling you y'all yo, i really fit hey if they throw throwing shots i'm ready for these diss records right i'm so ready <laughs> and y'all probably y'all probably like damn jacob you just want to see two girls get it go at it huh no like i said i like the competitiveness of rap it's okay to be competitive with that shit sometimes all right like i said i'd rather them rap it out than hear them cuss each other out on live or some shit or argue on twitter Without acting each other all day. Nah no, put a name on that shit. And put that shit on a record. And release that shit. Period. But now that I talked about that. I want y'all to give me. Y'all honest opinion. And who are y'all sided with. Are y'all on Nikki's side. Or are y'all on Megan's side. Now me personally. I ain't picking no sides in this fight. I actually like both artists granted i do like deacon minaj a, a lot more than i like Making, but i ain't got no dog in this fight i can't have no bias when i come on here and talk about it on my show so i'm just gonna sit back watch and enjoy the show and get y'all the commentary when these disc records come out baby <laughs> after that diss track not the ooh, i said the diss track after that song released the super freaky girl remix released it actually had a lot of these rap girls mad, y'all. A lot of these rap females was in their feelings about this little um remix Nikki had put some of these girls on. Some of the few that was in their feelings are people like Lakia, Koi um, Lore and also Asian Doll. Now, Asian Doll, her ass, she been begging for a feature from Nikki, and Nikki have not been giving it to her. She needed to just go ahead and just let that go. It's okay, baby. It's okay. Then, on top of that, Coy LeRae, I guess, was feeling some type of way, which I don't know why, when Nikki basically played Captain Save a Rap Career when it came down to her. So I don't really don't know what too much she wanted Nikki to do for her. <laughs> but again, like I said, it's just been a lot going on this week. Really, y'all, like, they just been, the rap girl's really been beefed out right now. Uh, and like I said, hopefully they all hop in the booth and release some disc records. That's what I like to hear. Like I said, skip all that. Not at any other online. Release some disses, baby. Now, the last thing I want to talk about today, y'all, uh, is one of the newer things that happened this past few days. All right. So I'm not sure if y'all heard, but this shit is crazy. So basically, Tory Lane. Knocked out August Alcina after I guess Alcina shrugged off a handshake from Tory Lane. So I guess Tory Lane's got his feelings about uh him shrugging off the handshake and knocked his ass out. So after this came out, it was like a little leak through a blog that had came out that people were starting to talk about. So I guess somebody had sent it to Tory Lane and Tory Lane's hearted it and that screenshot. A Uh, the message being sent to Tory Lanez and Tory Lanes' heart and it also got out so people started to think like oh so this is actually true like Tory Lanes really knocked out August Alcina so basically after that happened August Alcina came out and he basically said yeah that's what happened I will read what he said but to be honest y'all he wrote a whole motherfucking book and I'm not trying to read all of this so (laughs) I'm going to just give y'all the jits. He basically said that because of his sickness and because of his health, his doctor said that he really shouldn't shake hands with nobody because of monkey pox and because of COVID, yada, yada. And basically, so when Tory Lane stuck out his hand, he ain't shake his hand. And plus, he felt like Tory Lane's disrespected him in the past. So what was the point of talking to him? So he just kept it pushing type shit. And I guess Tory Lanez got in his feelings about it. And he ended up surrounding August Alcina with security guards and punching and knocking August Alcina out and running. It's basically what August Alcina broke it down. So after that, a video came out. The video leaked out of what happened. And basically what really happened is actually kind of basically what August Alcina said. Um, you, you didn't really see the part of Tory Lane's knocking him out in the video. You couldn't see it at all, period. But you do see where August Alcina looked at Tory Lane's hand, looked up back at Tory Lane's face, looked at his head again, and walked away. <laughs> he did that nigga bow. He looked at that nigga head. He looked at him in the eye, looked at his head again, and turned his head and walked, <laughs> up, walked the other way, bro. I said, damn. <laughs> And I got, guess Tory has got hot about it And knocked him out I st- To be honest y'all when I heard about the story I really can't believe August Alcina Got punched out by a 4-4 four, four ass nigga But then again August I, <laughs> I ain't gonna go there <laughs> Look I can't believe it but I seen this post on Facebook And they made a really good point I seen this post on Facebook and somebody was like Y'all basically hearing this Story about how Tory Lanez just knocked out August Alcina. Just punched August Alcina. August Alcina posting these pictures of him all bloody and shit. And y'all don't believe that he shot Megan. You get what I mean? Like, y'all seen how he acted all over a handshake. He just punched the man, knocked the man out all over a handshake. His little feelings got hurt, literally. Like, pun intended. Like, his little ass feelings got hurt. And he knocked his ass out. But y'all don't believe that he could have shot Meg, And that's actually a good-ass point. Because I always say, y'all really don't know what happened between him and Megan. And shit, we still don't know. And actually, in the, it just came out that Megan's old best friend, Kesley, has been subpoenaed for the court trial. So she has to take witness because she was there and say what happened. So I guess we will really find out what happened really soon even though this court case is still going and it's been like, what, two years? Like I said, I started this podcast a year ago. And when I started this podcast, the case was just starting up, y'all. There's no way, there's no way that they still on this case. Anyways, bro, like I said, y'all, this week has really, really been a crazy, 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 crazy few weeks. I really hope y'all enjoyed the latest episode of the blow trap podcast i'm happy to be back y'all already know it's gonna be more coming back at y'all make sure y'all follow me on snapchat at the king j 500 you can follow me on instagram at the king X j y'all already know where i'm gonna be at and i'm gonna be right back with y'all with another blow trap podcast episode real soon my baby see y'all later